This morning I was thinking about when God calls you and I to do something or if he gives us a dream or a vision. You know, the amazing thing about God, he also knows all the obstacles, trials, and problems we will have on the way to fulfilling the dream or the vision that God has given us. Welcome to Healing Begins. My name is Pastor Gail, and I'm really glad today that you have chosen to join me for this program. And I don't know what you're doing this morning, whether you're driving down the road, listening in your car. I don't know what you're doing at about 1 a.m. in the morning, but I'm really glad that you're out there with me, and thank you for listening. You know what? I was thinking today how during the pandemic, so many people either stopped or just quit on their vision. Um, many people experienced great losses, like some people lost their business, some people lost their homes, some people their health was greatly affected. And really, it was a time of fear. It still is a time of fear. It's a time when people are kind of panicking and they don't know what to do. But for spiritual care consultants, the uh, ministry that I'm a part of and the executive director of, when the pandemic hit, it wasn't a time of stopping. It wasn't a time of quitting. It was a time of expansion. It was a time of really adapting, making some key changes, and going into 20 and 21, uh, expanding and at a faster pace than we had ever done in the past. And, and wow, what a, what a time. We made some key changes that propelled us into 20 and through 20 into 21 and are still propelling us today. You know, it says in Romans 8, 28, all things work together for good to those that love God and are called according to his purpose. For those he foreknew, he did predestine to be conformed to the image of his son. And I want to say to you that your dream and your vision, you might think it's dead, but God is good at bringing dead things back to life. And I want to encourage you to not to give up on your dream. Maybe you've had a horrible past two years. I don't, I don't know what you've been through, but don't give up on your dream. It's time to press on and press through. And that's the title that I've chosen for this program this morning. It's time to press on and press through. One of my favorite scriptures is Philippians chapter 3, verses 12 through 14. This is Paul writing, Not that I have already obtained all this, or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that which Christ took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. If you know the story of Paul, before his name was Paul, his name was Saul. And he thought he was doing God a favor by killing and executing Christians. Then one day, going to Damascus, there was a bright light that knocked him off his horse. And God said, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And Saul got converted, and God changed his name from Saul to Paul. 
and he had a pretty dark past when God saved him. So when he wrote this scripture, I was imagining he was thinking about all of his past failures and all of his past mistakes, and he had to overcome that. And maybe you've been saved from kind of a dark background, and you've had some failures, and yet God has given you a dream, and it's been with you for a long time, and you don't think you could ever accomplish the things that God had put in your heart since a young child. But I'm telling you, it's time to press on. It's time to press through. It's time to press in to the things that God has called us to do. It's time to go up into higher ground. I love um song, Higher Ground. We used to sing it in church all the time, but I'm going to go through those lyrics in a, just a minute. But it seems like there are days when we go from one trial to the next trial, from one trouble to the next trouble, and we often wonder when it's all going to stop. But the song Higher Ground says, I'm pressing on the upward way, new heights I'm gaining every day, still praying as I'm onward bound, Lord, plant my feet on higher ground. Lord, lift me up and let me stand by faith on Canaan's tableland, a higher plane that I have found. Lord, plant my feet on higher ground. My heart is no desire to stay where doubts arise and fears dismay. Though some may dwell where these abound, my prayer, my aim is higher ground. I want to live above the world, though Satan's darts at me are hurled. For faith has caught the joyful sound, the song of saints on higher ground. I want to scale the utmost height and catch a gleam of glory bright. But still I'll pray to rest I found. Lord, lead me on to higher ground. And if you're listening tonight, may the Lord lead you on to higher ground. May you keep praying and pressing in. So this morning, I'd like to talk about 10 keys to pressing on and pressing through. Number one, fight with God's word. 1 Timothy 1.18 says, Timothy, my son, I'm giving you this command in keeping with the prophecies once made about you, that by recalling them, you might fight the battle well. And I just want to say this. Your dream and your vision will not come without a fight. There's always a fight because the enemy does not want you to fulfill the thing, the very thing. If your dream is building a business, ask God how to do it. I don't know what your dream is. Maybe it's being a doctor, being a nurse. I don't know what you feel that God has called you to do, but I'm saying you fight the good fight of faith and don't give up. Number two, Know your purpose. 2 Corinthians 4, 7 through 9 says, We have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. We are hard-pressed on every side but not crushed, perplexed but not in despair, persecuted but not abandoned, struck down but not destroyed. When we know what God has called us to do, we can press on, and press through even when we're in the midst of the battle. But you might be saying to me, I don't know what the Lord has called me to do. I don't know. Jeremiah 33.3 3 says, 
Call to me and I will answer you and tell you great unsearchable things you do not know. And then Matthew 7, 7 says, Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. So if you don't know your purpose, if you seek God, he will unveil it for you. He will show you his plans for your life. Point number three, keep your eyes on Jesus. Hebrews 12, 1 through 3 says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run the race with perseverance marked out before us. Verse 2 says, Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down on the right hand of the throne of God, Consider him who endures such opposition from sinners so that you do not grow weary and lose heart. Keep your eyes on Jesus and don't allow yourself to get distracted. I think one of the greatest things that happens is distractions keep us from our goal and keep us from the very things that God has for us. Point number four. Find times to be still. Psalms 4610a says, Be still and know that I am God. Often for me, the stillness allows me to refocus. It's in when I'm being still before God, I can refocus on the things that are very important. But it's also in times of stillness that I often can get and receive a fresh word from the Lord. Isaiah 40, verse 31 says, But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. So in times when everything seems to be breaking loose around you, I say to you, find times to be still in the Lord. Number five, keep pressing on. And we read that in Philippians chapter three, where Paul said, straining to what is ahead and forgetting what is behind. I press toward the mark. Second Corinthians 5, 7, for we walk by faith and not by sight. This is a really key point. When you're going out to fulfill something that you feel God has called you to do and you have a promise from God, there will be times when it'll seem that all the circumstances coming against you are, are so negative that you think you might not even be able to fulfill that dream. I'm telling you, that is the time to keep pressing on. That is the time to keep calling the things that are not as though they already were. Keep speaking words of faith, words from God's word that'll break down the mountain standing before you. Number six, keep your eyes on the big picture. 2 Corinthians 4 verses uh, 16 through 18 says, Therefore we do not lose the heart, though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us 
and eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary. What is unseen is eternal. And this is a scripture that is really difficult to work walk out. Because Paul says, you know what? He calls our troubles light and momentary. I want to say, excuse me, Paul. Excuse me? When I am in a struggle, I am in a trial, it does not seem light and momentary. But we got to remember, we are not citizens of this world. We are citizens of heaven. And that is what Paul understood. He understood how to keep his eyes on the big picture, how to keep his eyes on the promised land of heaven. Because he was able to do that, in the light of eternity, his troubles would be light and momentary. Man, when you read what Paul had been through, he had been through shipwrecks, beatings. He had been stoned and left free. I mean, he's been through all of these horrible things. And yet he says his troubles were light and momentary. So we have to keep our eyes on the big picture on eternity. Point number seven, keep trusting God even when you don't know what to do. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. My grandma would always teach me, you know, Gail, she'd say, when you don't know all the reason, when you don't know all the answers, trust the Lord. He will bring you through. And then we would always talk a lot about Romans 8.28. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Wow, I would think about that sometime. It's so hard to see sometimes how anything good could come out of situations. I remember going to 9-11 two weeks afterwards, being in New York City, and being at Union Square, where people were huddled in masses and they were grieving over the loss of the loved ones that they had lost in the towers and in the plains. And you know, right then and there, there was no way we could see anything good come out of that. And sometimes you can't see the good until years later. And sometimes you won't know the good that might come out of it all until you get to heaven and be with Jesus. So we have to keep trusting the Lord, even when we think the Lord doesn't know what he's doing. You know, sometimes I wonder if the Lord is totally aware of everything that's going on, but we know he is. Point number eight, run to win the prize. Galatians 5, 7 and 8 says, you are running a good race. Who cut in on you and kept you from obeying the truth? That kind of persuasion does not come from the one who calls you. And I just want to say this. When you're in the midst of going through hard times and you're trying to fulfill the dream that God has for you, the enemy will come at that time and try to tell you all the reasons why you will never be able to accomplish that dream. So I want to say to you, don't listen 
to the enemy's lies. Don't let anyone stop you from your dream. Remember, a lie only has power if you believe it. John 10.10, I always love this scripture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. So when you're trying to get your dream fulfilled and accomplish some big goals in the midst of pandemic, the enemy will come and he will try to tell you his lies. He will try to discourage you and he will try to get you to give up. So run to win the prize. Remember, heaven is our home, and it won't be long, and we will all be there. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. Point number nine. You can do all things through Christ who gives you strength. Philippians 4.19. That's a really interesting scripture. He doesn't say you can do some things through Christ who gives you strength. He says you can do all things. If God has called you to do it, he has a way to do it. He has a way to get around that mountain standing in your way. He has a way to provide for you. And many times when we think nothing is going on, God is working behind the scenes on our behalf to bring about circumstances, to bring about situations, to set us up for a breakthrough. And I've seen it time and time again where people will give up just before their breakthrough happens. And if they'd have stuck in there just a little bit longer, they'd have made it through. Now, remember, when you look around at ministries that are being successful and business leaders that are being successful or people that have achieved their goals, you got to remember one thing. That didn't come without a price. Anyone who has ever succeeded has also failed many times. The only difference is they did not allow their failure to keep them down. They got up, they brushed off their knees, and they kept on going. When I run up against something and I don't know how to get through it, I back up and I pray and I ask God for help and I run at it again. I think I've done that three, four, five times until finally I experienced that breakthrough that I know that God has for me. But so many times the enemy will just say, lay down, be quiet, give up. You can't make it through this. But you know what? We serve the God of the impossible because what's impossible with man is always possible with God. So keep fighting on. Point number 10. This is really an important point. I love this point. Keep your eyes on the finish line because Jesus is waiting there for you. We're told in the book of Hebrews chapter 12, that Jesus is the author and the perfecter of our faith. He is both the Alpha and the Omega. Revelation twenty-two thirteen says, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. You see, 
He is both the beginning and the ending of my race. He is there when I start, and he'll be there waiting for me when I cross that finish line and fall into the arms of Jesus. And I want to say that it will be worth it all. There's a song that says, it's, the song is called, It Will Be Worth It All. Life's day will soon be o'er, all storms forever pass. We'll cross the great divide to glory safe at last. And we'll all share in the joys of heaven, a harp, a harp, a home, a crown. The tempter will be banished. We'll lay our burdens down. It will be worth it all when we see Jesus. Life's trials will seem so small when we see Christ. One glimpse of his dear face, all sorrows will erase. So bravely run the race till we see Christ. I'd like to pray for you this morning. You know, for those that are discouraged and just really feel like throwing in the towel, you know what? Don't throw it in. Jesus is with you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for those tonight who are discouraged, who are feeling like giving up. Lord, I pray that you would give them the strength to press on and to press through. Lord Jesus, Lord, you are there. You are with them. And I know there are many people probably listening to say, I don't even know if Jesus is with me. I cannot feel him and I cannot feel his presence. I pray that your light would pierce the darkness and that they would feel your presence, revive dreams and bring things and bring dead things back to life. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, I want to thank you for listening today to Healing Begins. Share this program with a friend. Tell them what time and where you heard it. We'd love to have you listening. Remember, press on and press through. Keep fighting the God fight. Don't give up on your dreams, on the vision that God has given you. For the Lord is with you, and he will give you wisdom, guidance, and direction. Have a good morning. Healing Begins is brought to you by Spiritual Care Consultants of West Michigan. We are a healing ministry based out of a doctor's office in Hastings, Michigan. 
and that doctor's office is Family Tree Medical, and my partner is Dr. Troy Carlson, a family physician. There are many people that are in need out there today. All of our services are free to the public on the healing center side of it. Dr. Carlson, you have to apply to be in his practice, but I'd love to hear from you. My email is gail at spiritualcareconsultants.com, and gail is spelled G-A-L-E, and I'd love for you to learn more about us by going to www.spiritualcareconsultants.com or www.scchealingbegins.com. Thank you so much for listening, for your support, for your prayers. May God richly bless you.